0: Hey, all you beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. We are Chen and Jane, the hosts of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. Tonight we are joined by Crystal. Crystal, how the heck do you say your last name? Harlock. Okay, that is not what I thought. So, (laughs) what did you think it was? Harlock. I feel like there was an extra sound in there that's not necessary. She's also
1: the most commonly known throughout social media, through Instagram as the Lucky Finn
0: Mama of Two. That's right, which is how I introduced her in our stories because I was like, I'm not even going to try to say that last name. (laughs) Um, My maiden name was always a mouthful, so I get it. Um, Okay, so we are going to talk about all things in Crystal's life, but specifically focused on her son, Brady, and how she's kind of created a cause for her son so do you want to introduce your friend Jane yes so this is Crystal Crystal say hi to everyone hi everybody
1: (laughs) so I actually met you uh, right before our babies both turned one wasn't it yeah yeah you had uh for those obviously who are not new to this, you know already that I am a photographer and you had actually contacted me for photos for your new foundation and for your new cause, which I think is super cool. And we connected that way. And we've, been photo buddies ever since really haven't we <laughs> yeah yep. yeah so why don't you tell us um as well I just like completely blanked sorry <laughs> cut that ugh, sorry um <laughs> why don't you start us off with what we are doing now is we talk about a product of the week and we talk about something that you're drinking this week that's kind of like your jam for this week um So, for instance, today, Jen and I both went to Euphoria Coffee Shop and we tried their special drinks that they have. And I had the Grizzly. because of Crystal. Because of Crystal. Yes, and it was 100% because of you because I saw this week on Instagram that you and Euphoria Cafe, is it cafe or coffee shop? I think it's cafe, um, did a collaboration together, which I think was so cool. What started off that collaboration, by the way? I have been
2: going to euphoria since forever because their actual shop backs on to my mom's place so when my mom babysits the kids i would always pop in there and grab a coffee they actually moved locations so this is a much nicer location that they're in they literally moved like across the street um But I just loved their coffee and I was in there one weekend and ended up chatting with the store manager Matt and he was telling me all about the culture of the coffee shop and you guys know I'm like a huge advocate for supporting local businesses and the community and I love that this coffee shop hosts art mm-hmm. so every month a new local artist gets to show their
1: art yeah I actually checked out some of it that was on the wall which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool and can we just note that that is probably one of the most instagramable places as well I swear like every wall of that you could do so something for instagram totally for your social media it was so cute every single nook even the chairs were so cute yeah Um, So what is like your favorite drink from them? I always get the Spanish latte. What's that one?
0: (laughs) I almost got that one and they were like, it's strong. And I was like, okay, I'll back off. (laughs) Like spicy or just like a strong coffee? Strong coffee.
2: No, like... Like, it gives you a jolt, for sure.
1: Really? Yeah. See, and I tried the grizzly chai today, which she was like, it's spicy. It was spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I was very,
0: very shocked by it. But it was good. It was really good. How yummy. did it compare to last week's chai? You said so so last different. week's chai was smooth. Very, yeah, this one's much more bitter.
1: She said yeah. it's got 50% less sugar in it. Mmm. So it was definitely more on the bitter side, but it was good. Yeah. Um, the cruffin, though, that was good. <laughs> Can we talk about what happened to your first cruffin? <gasps> okay, Crystal, I have to tell you this and everyone else who's listening. So they had two left. They were the Easter egg. They were, they had like mini eggs on them. And I just went and picked it up and it just slid right off my plate. Smashed on the floor, didn't even like have it in my hands for like three seconds, and I just felt so bad. Lexi you just looked like... at the floor with a sad face. She was <sighs> It was, it was like a oh, are you kidding me? But they were so kind, they gave me one for free. I was happily prepared to pay for a new one because that was my fault. They were like, No, we'll clean it up. No, here's a new one. They I were so legit good. I was like,
0: I would, I would have just eaten it off the floor.
1: Uh, ew, no. Oh, that's nasty. The stuff inside the cruffin was still fine. No, but I want the cruffin outside. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Have you tried a cruffin from them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You has yeah. got to explain what the cruffin is. Yeah,
2: know? explain the cruffin. The cruffin is a croissant muffin. And oh. they have nuts. You guys have to try. I went there oh god it was been like probably four weeks ago and I had a cronut and it was a pistachio mm. raspberry cronut and it was so good and I brought it home and Brady ended up eating like three quarters of it and I got like a tiny bite what's um, a cronut? So a cronut is a croissant slash donut.
0: Yeah. But like, what does it look like?
2: Because I know what a like, croissant looks like. Like a donut. But it's flaky. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got a um, croissant texture when you kind of break it up.
1: Oh, oh. I will say the croissant outside of the muffin cruffin
0: was so good. And you saw Reagan. Reagan was just like, Oh yeah. Bowing down on that. My son tried to take it from you. I know it he was so eyeing nice. it wherever Jane would slide it across the table. He's like, <laughs> I'll take that. Um, okay. So I did not have a cruffin obviously. Um, but I got the cutest little Easter bunny cookies and Holt actually didn't, he ate the ears and then he carried it. Like it was a trophy prize possession all the way home, which we live deep south, so that was a long drive. Um, and he just held it till like the ink on it started to like run. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's a cookie. You mm. should be eating the cookie. Um, I got a hedgehog drink oh. and it was so good. I love the hedgehog one. I had to ask her. So I asked her, should I get the Spanish latte, the Turkish latte? Because i would never tried them or the hedgehog. And the name in itself had me like intrigued. And she was like, it's a latte with hazelnut syrup and chocolate sauce. And I was like, <gasps> Okay. I'm in. I'm in. And then I got a carrot cake. I'm like, that's my thing. I tried. What did I try last week? Coffee cake. Yeah. The carrot cake. That will be my new thing every week. I'm going to be 500 pounds by the time that this podcast hits five more episodes. just cake. Okay. At least it'll be a happy way to gain weight. Let's be real. I'll die happy. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so are we doing products besides that? Is there like a makeup product, a skincare product that we like? Okay, my product of the week isn't to do
1: with your face or anything, but I've been blowing this up on my Instagram because I'm so impressed. But I got a new service from a local maker. Her name is, it's like J-A-L-N-A made. Jalna, is that how you would say it? I think so. Jalna. Jalna made dot yyc and yes. i'm so in love with it you guys can't see it but it's like a peach color she's put my logo on it it's so cute it does hot and cold i am actually obsessed with it so you just sent her
0: your logo and she just sent me my logo that's okay, all well, i did and it send. was only 18 bucks that's amazing yeah i'm obsessed let's so send her the coffee and concealer logo <laughs>
1: right <laughs> i'm obsessed with it i think it's so cute and she was so nice to work with too so oh, very amazing there amazing mine oh Hmm? oh that was just my product what's yours crystal mine is
2: I've been trying out some new lip glosses but Mm -hmm. I'm really digging the fit glow right now Ooh, what's that so fit glow is a like natural vegan based makeup yeah and I've tried their foundation, tried their concealer, but their lip gloss is a lip gloss serum. Oh. And it's it good. Really good pigmentation. It's not mm. sticky, but it's like a serum. So you put it on your lips and it literally makes your lips super hydrated. That's
0: amazing. I
1: love Does it. it have a taste to it? I hate it when you put something on your lips and it just tastes like chemicals.
2: No, because it's natural. So it's they're a natural-based product. So it's not... Yeah, but it can still taste bad. It's got like a... <laughs> wouldn't say vanilla it's got a little bit of it a, a little bit of a taste to it but nothing not like lip gloss taste if that makes sense
1: got it okay yeah I that does make sense actually so okay good uh Jen it.
0: have you okay, so- anything so I can officially say I've been influenced by Crystal. I was at, um, where was I? London Drugs. I was picking up prescriptions and I messaged her and said, quick, your top three flavors of hard bite chips because I've seen her taste them all on her Instagram. She didn't respond to me in time. So I just made like wild choices and just like threw them in my basket. Um, but I've... <laughs> is also, I'm going to be 300 pounds, 500 pounds, whatever. I got the smoke and barbecue flavor and they're a Canadian company. So they're called hard bite, right? Crystal. Yep. And, um, I, I would like to say that I shared with the kids, but I pretty much ate the entire bag myself. Um, and they were so good. They had like that, you know, when like the kettle chips came out, like, I don't know, back in the day, they're like Dutch crunch, but without, but without
2: the feeling of you just eating a bag of Dutch crunch. Yes. Like, I feel like when I eat the whole bag of those chips, I don't feel weighted. Mm, hmm You know, when you eat, a, eat chips that are really, you can just tell, like, they're loaded with, with oil and stuff. Yeah. Yes. You just feel so weighted. I could eat an entire bag and not feel weighted.
0: I mean, I don't feel weighted. <laughs> are they greasy? That's my biggest problem. No. Not at all. That's the difference. Nope. I was just gonna say, Dutch crunch feels greasy when you eat them. Peace out, Dutch Crunch. Oh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> but I, what else did I get? I got the wild onion and yogurt flavor. Oh, those are my favorite. I remember the video of your daughter eating them. I was like, if if Kennedy likes them, then I'll probably like them. My son will probably like them. And I got smoked paprika and garlic. <laughs> that sounds so good. That one sounds good. I- uh, I'm eating sweet ghost pepper tonight. That one sounded hot. So I pass on that one. (laughs) Is it hot? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Heartburn. I can feel heartburn.
2: (laughs) If I had to rate the spicy dill and the ghost pepper, I would definitely say the ghost pepper one is definitely a lot spicier.
0: Okay. I have a real question now before we switch gears. There was the carrot dilled ones. (gasps) Are those good? My kids love them. Do they actually taste like dill pickle chips? They taste like dill carrots. Okay. I can they crunchy like a chip. Yes. Okay. Those, are, those will be my next purchase. <laughs> I was like, I look like a lard just walking out with four bags of chips. And these
1: are called Hard Bite? Hard Bite, yeah. Hard, hard Bite. bite. Yeah. I'm going to have to find them. Are they BC-based? They're BC-based. Okay. They're sold in
0: Sobeys... Co-op. London Drugs. London Drugs. Blush Lane has mm. them too. I feel like I've seen them everywhere. Maybe not all the flavors. And they did have some with avocado oil I saw. They all are mm. done with avocado oil. Most of oh. them are. Okay. Got it. Um, I did notice though that like the graphic on the bag had like places in BC. Like there was one that said like Chilliwack, Defino, And that's why I was like, are they BC based? So yeah. It was pretty they cool. Are amazing amazing well you know by next week i'll have tasted all the flavors cuz that's just <laughs> how i am um i'll tell you my favorites
2: <laughs> <laughs> the beet they have a beet one yeah i would recommend if your kids are messy they're made with real beets. So skip that one. I learned the hard way. They stained a couple of their clothes because they're, they're kids, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. beets are really bad for them in general.
1: There's some more cheesies. Oh gosh. Reagan has these little snacks that are made from beets. Like, I can't give them to her anymore. She loves them, so she has to eat them, like, just in a diaper because there's just purple all... It's like a purpley red, you know the colour. All over her. Ugh, I can't stand it. She loves them, though, so...
0: There's always that one food that you're like... Like for me, it's zoodles. I'm like stripping down to your diaper. Him. Strip what? Oh my gosh, my kids oh. are picky, so it's like zoodles or macaroni or pizza. <laughs> I'm a stand-up mom. <laughs> hey, no shame. We no don't shame in that shame. game. Nuh-uh. I love it. Okay, so we're gonna do a couple just quick break the ice questions. Jane, do you wanna start with one? <laughs> Just a couple break the ice ones. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, random question off the top of my head. Crystal, if you could partnership with any, if you don't know, Crystal is a social media influencer most of the time. Um, what? Well, well, she has a, a nine to five as well, but it's like more like a seven to three, isn't it? You start really early with your job. Yeah. Seven to three. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, um, when she's not working, Corporate. She's working Instagram. If you could have a brand partnership with anyone, what would it be?
0: It's a tough question. Oh, I have some bucket list ones. What's your say? It one? put it out here. That's like a, what's we the word? Manifestation. Oh, Mine is a real. S-
2: Sma- Smash and test is like my mm. my top. Because I only own every jelly romper that she's ever written.
1: You really do, don't you? Yeah. Like, really? Did you get the daisy ones that she came out with? Uh, I didn't like Hillary? the fabric of the daisy ones. Mm, I like enough. her
2: classic jogger style. I re- And I, I have the birds papaya one too that they released.
1: The pink one?
2: Yeah. And the I really, really wanted the Hillary Duff one, but I got to tell you, when you when they launch, they and don't. anytime Smash and Test does a launch. It is the most stressful shopping experience ever because you have to like refresh, like, refresh. Yes. It's like, do you remember back in the day when you really wanted to go to a concert and you would stay on hold on the phone to call Ticketmaster? Oh, yeah. And you would just have, have that buildup of anxiety. Well, that's what I feel like when I'm trying to get a smash and test romper. You know
0: what happened with the jelly
1: jacket? Oh my gosh. You got a jelly jacket, didn't you?
2: I not this, not this round, no. So mine was one of the ones that I kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and I got it and they oversold the product. And then remember got I said the email. I, I got the email that they wasn't
0: shipping it out yet. Oh, so heartbreaking. And then they're selling on Marketplace for like $150. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need a leopard jacket that bad. That's wrong. Oh, But the FOMO yeah. is real. The FOMO is real. Oh yeah. Like you feel like if you don't get one, that's it you're out no one wants to talk to you anymore
1: (laughs) it's but anything jill releases is like that
0: it's true she anything she comes out with it sells out within minutes i have gotten so many decline emails from her dang jelly box sorry not this round sorry not this round i'm like i just want to pay for it just (laughs) oh my gosh okay my question crystal if you could live anywhere where would it be
2: Oh, it's hard to answer that question in the state that we're in right now. Okay. If COVID was gone. Hawaii. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. have you ever been to Hawaii? No, I've never been to Hawaii. <sighs> I haven't have.
1: either. Oh, you have to go. I feel like you just like judge me. You're like, oh, no, no. Oh. I'm just, I'm like, oh, it's just, I miss it. <laughs> uh. It's in it's unreal it is and I've been to Mexico, I've been to Cuba. There's just, and they're beautiful, don't get me wrong, but there's something different just about the Hawaiian people. I didn't stay in a resort. I stayed, my friend, her grand like she's half Hawaiian. So we stayed with her grandparents. And I was like in with the people, like with the culture and everything. And it's just, you'll never meet nicer people. Oh, that's they amazing. They are so kind. It's expensive. Don't get me wrong, it's yeah. very expensive. But the food are good. They loved me because I was a ginger. I tell you, I was like a celebrity. So I felt good. Where um, would yours be, Jane? Hmm? Where would yours be? If I could live anywhere? Mm-hmm. Oh, Hawaii is definitely one of them. Okay. I really would. Or like Italy. I loved
0: Italy. Uh-huh. That's Yeah, that's probably me. What about you? I do love Canada, obviously not in the current state that we're in, but if I had to move somewhere, probably Switzerland. Really? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been? No. We went there for a honeymoon and my husband's family, like my mother-in-law was born there. And so we went there for a honeymoon and it is legit one of the most beautiful countries you've ever seen. And people like compare it to like the Rockies. It is totally different. 100% different. Like we flew into Frankfurt and then we drove to see my family and then we drove to Switzerland and you go through like Austria, Liechtenstein um, into Switzerland. And like, it's such a pretty, like you're driving and all of a sudden the Alps just appear and they are, they look like Everest. They are huge. And it's just, it's so beautiful, but there's all kinds of places in Switzerland. Like there's a place um, called Thun, which is almost like a Vancouver kind of vibe, like smaller mountains, big lakes. Um, And the history there is incredible. So i mean don't tell She'd my husband that. on that i'm you not tell my husband that, that then we'll probably move tomorrow but <laughs> <laughs> hey shane yeah no thank you <laughs> okay oh. um do we feel like we got to know crystal if you don't know
1: crystal just go check her instagram she <laughs> she like you let people get to know you yep that's your goal is to not just be like a walking ad you let people into your life yeah. and you let them get to know you so we've given you all a very good introduction to who she is
0: <laughs> i love it okay like well, you want to say something crystal <laughs> you okay
2: i am i'm chilling you're chilling, <laughs> okay. chilling. did you see her
0: real or she got out of her work clothes into her comfy pajamas oh, with her snacks oh just God. to come talk can to we, us. Can we talk about the
2: misconception of making a freaking reel? Like that took me forever to make that one reel. My goal is to get it under 20 minutes to make a reel. The cooking ones are the worst when you just you snap your finger every time you change something or put a new thing in the pot. You guys should go And, and the funny thing is... Those took me the most amount of time. They had the lowest views out of (laughs) all of them. (sighs) And the one that took me a minute is the highest views I've ever had. Was that the flip one? The flip book one? The flip one. And the one of me pointing to my sweater.
0: (laughs) Are you serious? Like the lowest like transitions just gets the, the, I've never done like more than one like transition it's too hard. Yeah. I suck at them. Like they're not good.
2: (laughs) I, um, I have some goals for the next month to do some fun
0: ones. So love it. Like, that's the thing about reels, like be fun, be crazy. This is like the crazy side of you that no one sees in your pretty aesthetic pictures, not picking on you, Crystal, all people, but like, you can be extra in your reels. Like, I don't like, I mean, I listen to rap music, but nobody knows that till they look at my reels and they're like, Oh, what? (laughs)
1: Yeah, Jen, you didn't know your music taste until I watched your reels and I watched you lip sync, especially on TikTok. And I'm like... (laughs) Oh. No one knows I'm like a closet metalhead No idea <gasps> And then you're rocking I don't know if I would consider them metal But evanescence, and I, love I, evanescence. So I was like thrown back to like grade 10 And
0: I was like oh my god Wake me up inside <laughs> Legit I'm like an old soul um, But like okay. yeah If you were to look at my reels That's basically my playlist It's like all over the place <laughs> Oh, it's so fun.
2: But I feel like I do that with mine. It's totally the music that you like when you do your videos. That's why it's so personal, right? Yeah,
0: totally. And you can take whatever song, like for me, like, I know people are always joking that like I lip sync all the time. I'm like, I just like, I wanted to be a singer, you know, and I can't because yeah. I suck. So like, this is my like next step. <laughs> I say do it. Lip sync your heart. There's a flipping
1: TV show dedicated to it for goodness sake. Right? do it. Gosh. All right. So let's, let's get into crystal and why we have her on today. Why mm-hmm. we have you with us. So like we've already said, your name on Instagram is lucky Fin mama Two. So let's just explain to everyone what the lucky fin is and why you have started this journey. So I will,
2: that's like the most common question I get asked is what my name and handle on Instagram means. -hmm. So Lucky Finn, if you guys ever seen the movie Finding Nemo, Nemo has a Lucky Finn. So our son, Brady, was born with a lucky fin. So he was born with an abnormality on his right hand, which we found out about when I was pregnant. And that's kind of where my name kind of came from. And that's where it kind of progressed, because the only other characters in Disney that have differences are like Dumbo. So like what would my handle be? Big ears of two or you know like it's just not like and how do you how do you brand that? Um hunchback. There, there was another one too. Hunchback. Um, we don't hunch want that back
1: one mama of two. <laughs>
2: You know, but Hunchback is an is actually a very oddly enough in our household. It's one of our favorite movies oh, it's because a fantastic there's like, movie. So. But I think it's like Kennedy is more drawn to it than Brady, and she gets very emotional when she watches it. What? Why? He doesn't like how mean they are to him because mm. he's different.
0: Yeah, I hear that.
1: Especially with the festival of the Feast of Fools. Yes. It's heartbreaking, that scene. Oh,
0: yeah. I
1: agree. You get some really good music out of it, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good. I've that. Hunchback. Cave, I think that it didn't get the credit it deserves. I agree. I
0: agree. Yeah. Oh, it, it was probably released around the same time that like some of the princess ones were, right? Yeah. And it's, isn't it
1: crazy to think that even right now, sorry, we're totally, totally going off topic. <laughs> <We're coming laughs> back. Notre Dame. Remember how Notre Dame went caught on fire? It'll yeah. never be the same. <laughs> yeah. It will never be the same. Isn't that so heartbreaking? Oh, sorry.
0: Let's just weep for, okay, sidebar. It came out in 1996. Oh, okay. That's all oh my word. I feel so old. There was a lot of movies that came out in 1996, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Oh, but good movie. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so back, back to, to Brady. You. Let's get back to him. So
2: we call Brady, we refer to his hand as his as his
1: lucky femme. Can you explain what, what is up with his hand?
2: So, Brady was born with... So, I'll give you a little bit of history on what it was and what it is now. So, when he was born, he was born with his middle finger missing
1: and his other fingers fused together. Like all the fingers? Like the thumb and the pointer fused and then the other two fused as well? Yes. Okay. Wow. So... But Brady was a
2: a different type of case because when you're missing the middle finger... Normally in the medical community, that's known as cleft hand. But he's not a full cleft hand because cleft hands are missing their metacarpal bone in the middle. So the bone in your hand. Okay. So he has all his metacarpal bones.
0: Oh, just the finger.
2: But the finger just never formed. Wow. And then the other ones are were fused together and it was in an ultrasound that they discovered that and they had a really hard time finding it because Brady used to rest his chin in the middle of it
1: oh stop it
2: really they had a really hard time so I we we had a whole bunch of issues when we were I'm pregnant with Brady, and one of the things we, when he when I was 12 weeks pregnant, they had, um, he had a reading that said they that had a large nuchal fluid, okay. which is the fluid that sits behind the baby's neck, which like in the short version led me to going for multiple ultrasounds and multiple, they kept watching me. And at 18 weeks we went for a full checkup of Brady and I didn't want to do, um, so a nuchal fluid is, can be related to heart conditions if the nuchal fluid is larger. So, I had to get an echo done, but the stress of everything, because I had preeclampsia with my daughter, they just told me that I wasn't allowed to have stress during this pregnancy. So I, I went to the doctor and I'm like, look, I know it's only two weeks that I have to wait extra for the echo, but I can't, I can't do this. Like I've been waiting now for six weeks. I need to see him. I need to know what's going on. So they sent me for a full body, basically, to look over, which they normally do for every other pregnant woman. At 18 weeks, you get to see the baby. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't figure out what sex he was. They couldn't do that. Ultrasound was quick. They couldn't get him to move. So they couldn't get his hands. So they docked off a couple things that they couldn't get because he wouldn't move. And then they're like, we're going to see you in two weeks anyways, and then we'll get that. So we had the echo done. Uh, Two weeks later, and that ultrasound turned into a four hour ultrasound appointment that I was on the table.
1: Oh, my gosh. Four
2: hours. I had an actual appointment with my high risk doctor because of my preeclampsia that they had to reschedule. And they waited for me at the high risk to come after that appointment. It was that appointment was the worst appointment and most emotional thing that I've ever gone through because that appointment was full of ups and downs. So when they came in, they told us that Brady had two valves that were leaking a little bit in his heart but they oh said they, but they said that they they will probably clear up on their own after he's born. I don't talk about that part very much and the reason why I don't is because we've gone down the rabbit hole so much with other things with Brady. I'm worried to go down it again. Mhm. So there may come a time in the future where we want to get an echo done on his heart now to make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. But so far, he's fine. He's running and healthy and he's a healthy boy. But after that, like in the middle of that appointment, when I told us about his heart, they're like, don't stress about it. Like it's, it happens to lots of babies. It will probably close on its own. Um, but we, we have to go discuss something. We'll be back in a minute. And I'm like, okay. And then the, then the ultrasound tech came back in. And she's like, Do you want to know the sex of the baby? So happy now. We right like, and we were like, okay. So that's when they told us it was a boy. Okay. And because Brady is the only boy on my husband's side. So of all girls, pretty basically all girls. So he was really excited. He was you know out of his brother we're, we're having the boy so yeah. he you know that's such a problem for him and then they came back in and they said we need to take a better look because we cannot get an image of his hands and we think there's something wrong oh. and this, was, and, this was, and this was and this was the ultrasound technician are they allowed to say that they are, they are. It's like we just want to make sure you're not leaving here with any unknowns.
0: Oh, okay. So, how far okay. into the ultrasound was this? A
2: couple half hours, about, probably. Yeah, I'd say probably about one and well, like one and a half. Wow. At this point, was Ryan with you or were you alone? Yeah, he was with me. Okay. I was mad because I was hungry. I had to pee. I had to pee and they wouldn't let me pee.
1: Oh yeah, I remember those appointments.
2: Yes. And so she kept moving. She kept moving him. We shook him. I got up and danced a ton. He wouldn't move. He left, he left that hand in his chin. And then after like an hour of trying to get him to move me walking around, coming back on the table, they had me do all kinds of stuff. They sent me for a 3d ultrasound. Oh
1: my gosh. Oh, I have had one of those. It's so
2: cool. And the technician was able to find it in the 3d ultrasound.
1: Gotcha. gotcha.
2: So they're like, we don't know on his left hand, if his left hand is going to have that issue so far, we can't tell because the fingers are so tiny at that time. So, I had ultrasounds every four weeks up until Brady was born. So, once a month, checking him and seeing how he was doing. We left that appointment. They told us that he for sure did not have a middle finger. And they said, we don't know if there are more missing oh, or if there are other issues with his hand. So, or other issues with his mouth and chin development. And so, cleft hand is very commonly associated with another type of cleft um, like like palate or lip yeah Yeah, so it's either a cleft palate or a cleft lip or even sometimes a cleft foot
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
2: so I had to keep going for them to keep checking for these things are they connected They think they are. Okay. That's where genetics comes in. Yeah. But they don't really know. Okay. So Brady didn't have any of that. So we were lucky in that sense and blessed in that sense. But it was a long road, especially when... After that ultrasound appointment, I had to go to my high risk doctor who I've seen um, for for what she's a a great gynecologist, too. So I have seen her since having Brady. And we've had actually lots of talks about this because there's nobody in the prenatal community. So when I went through all of this, imagine going through um, like emotional trauma and then you go see a high risk doctor and they say, you need to talk to somebody. Mm. For what? Like like just everything that you're dealing with Mm. and everything that you're going through, you should probably talk to somebody. Oh, yeah. There aren't people that can talk to you about this. There's they someone? had a really they really hard time
0: finding a medical professional to talk to me about it. Wow.
1: That's really hard that they didn't have anyone.
0: They wouldn't have someone for like any it's,
2: other genetic condition? It's not, it's not a common... Most women when they go through this, it's not a common thing where they say that they should t- talk to somebody about it, but the way that Ryan and I kind of dealt with it is we kind of and numerous talks about Brady in the sense that we wanted, we want him to have a normal life like every other kid. And sometimes when you have a limb difference, it can be debilitating on some kids or some even adults. Right. Mm -hmm. So you do actually grieve the loss of that limb. Yeah, I get that. So we had to basically grieve that part and move forward and most most with technology now and the ultrasound technician we had we were so blessed that we had her because she was able to find that a lot of parents don't find this out until after their babies are born wow heck imagine you getting a baby and you hear that phrase i will never ever think of the phrase when they go 10 fingers, 10 toes, the same way ever again. No. Because no, they call that out. Wouldn't. They call it out when you're in, after you deliver the baby, they call it out. Yep. 10 fingers, 10 toes. When they're working. they do that down. with you? They did not with me because mm-hmm. when Brady was born, he wasn't breathing very well. So oh my gosh.
0: how
2: <laughs> had a lot- I had a lot. This
0: little boy's I a spitfire, I feel like.
2: <laughs> I just... The whole process was from 12 weeks of pregnancy until he was two years of age was a constant up and down. Ugh. And I think for me, I just... I was lucky to have lots of support with family and lots of support with friends. And I started reaching out... To on Facebook and on Instagram, my last two months of pregnancy, because I said to my husband, you know, I went through and most of my really close friends know this. I've even had conversations with Jane about this, but I'm a huge advocacy for advocate for bullying because I was bullied a lot. So for me, when you when you kind of been in those kind of situations, you don't really want to tell people about Your kid, that might be different. Like you, you really, you don't want to do that. You want to shelter them, protect them, hide them. And to get out of that zone and out of that mind frame, I was like, no, no. He's going to be like everybody else. I'm going to talk about our journey and I'm going to provide comfort for others by telling
1: our story and by talking about it yeah and that's good I get what you mean about so this is not the same but it's similar when when I was pregnant because I got bullied a lot growing up as well because I'm a ginger like the stupidest thing to mock someone for their hair color like So dumb. But I remember turning to Zach and anyone who asked like, oh, do you want a ginger baby? I was like, I hope and I would pray, which is so sad that my kids wouldn't be ginger because I was so scared they'd go through what I went through with bullying. And I I know it's obviously not even close to having a limb difference or anything else, but I know what you mean because you're like, I just want to protect them and wrap them and not let them have an experience that I had that was traumatizing.
0: Yeah, right. That must be yeah. so my sister-in-law went through the same thing. The one that I talked about last episode. Yeah. She's in a wheelchair, she's spina bifida. And my husband always says, like, I fought so much as a kid because people would make fun of her because she can't walk. And he would just come unglued and like fight for her. Um, so I get it. I get it. You want to shelter them, right? Yeah. Even though Brady could probably punch somebody with that hand, that hand harder yeah. than anybody. I've <laughs> met Brady. Brady can hold it. I just his said head. he's he's <laughs> probably he <totally> can. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, so continue on your journey yeah, here. Sorry, but that it's, was
2: just- it's it's just you have to kind of get like for me, I had to kind of get out of that place and When I got out of that place and I was like, okay, I'm going to turn this experience into a way to help others was always a path. The path that changed from fundraising, why raise money for genetics specifically is because when we were pregnant, so just so guys, all this stress, literally after that ultrasound appointment, I went on leave from work and I just could not, because I would go into work and the team would want to hug me and I would cry for a, like an hour. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't emotionally handle it. So we, I don't, most people, and most people don't actually know this, but. There's a stigmatism around an amniocentesis. So do you guys know what an amniocentesis is? No. Yeah, I do. So they take uh they take a needle.
1: A big needle.
2: It's not that big. And I'm gonna tell you about that because this that experience wasn't funny, but Ryan laughed really hard. But anyway, so They take you to, so they give you risks for it, but the risks are actually very low in Calgary, specifically because we're the high risk hub. So people from Edmonton come and get their amniocentesis here done, and they have to perform a certain amount a year
0: in order to keep their license. Oh, wow. So what is it? So they take a needle. I mean, your fingers make it look like it's big. I'm just going to throw that out there.
2: (laughs) And they put it in your belly. Take some fluid. And they take the fluid out of the the sack.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And it's an amniotic fluid. And they test the fluid. And they test the fluid. Oh, So I believe that's how they also test for Downs, isn't it? No, that's not. that's nuchal fluid too right sorry they do that in the anatomy one
2: but this particular like our appointment we it's the anticipation that freaks out the most they give you freezing and you can't lift anything for three weeks after you get the amniocentesis done and there's a little bit of cramping but i was okay the the cons, the pros and the cons for us by getting an amniocentesis done and meeting with genetics and sending the fluid off for testing gave us tremendous peace of mind. Genetics sat with us and told us, and this is the part that I would love to change someday, and I'm still trying to find out how I'm going to change this. When you are pregnant... They'll give you every worst case scenario under the sun. That is traumatizing when you're pregnant free. It is emotionally traumatizing. They told me some conditions that Brady could have that my mind was like, oh my goodness, because the conditions that they told, and I have all the medical terms on my blog post, but they gave me some conditions that I looked them up, he would have the worst quality of life. Oh my gosh. So the getting the amniocentesis done was to rule any of that out. Gotcha. Now, this kind of takes me into where I'm at now. Okay. So... With genetics testing, we some a lot of testing is not covered by uh, by health. Wait what? Yes, they only cover specific ones like Down syndrome and um, there's a kind like one. yeah, and then there's another one too. but they don't cover everything. So our genetics team had to get special approval to get this testing done and approved so it was covered then they take the samples and we don't even do the an- the analytics here it goes off to where the states wow then then you have to wait six to eight weeks for the oh results to, to come back how many weeks pregnant are you at this point? Okay. So this is, and I mean, this, I don't want to get into this discussion because this is not a discussion I want to have, but if you are pro-choice, you don't get to do that anymore because when you get your test results back, you're 32 weeks pregnant. Holy smokes. At least in my mind. That's, yeah. that's my yeah. belief, right? So we could have found out at 32 weeks, we were going to have a, a baby that was full of medical issues. Yeah. And it, all it would have done is prepared us for what, what's to come. Yeah. But I think from a testing standpoint, that needs to change. So what the hospital is doing here and they have a a need to fund project that they're working on with Genome Canada. This was a $2 million project. They have only $75,000 left to raise. Oh my gosh. And I, that's where the money that I raise is going. So what this project is, is to get a facility here. So testing takes three weeks. And, they need 75 grand.
0: And that's all they need? All, yes. That's it. That's it out of 2 million. How that's can five. the government not fund that 75 grand?
1: Yeah. It's
2: not A need fund project. Oh my gosh. The need, these need fund projects are need fund projects for the hospital, but that doesn't mean they're need fund projects for our government. Gotcha.
1: But doesn't it help benefit the people who pay those government bills those, those paychecks <laughs> oh my is, i'm sorry i won't get political on it but to me that sounds yeah. like it should be something because it's it's but testing so many, our children so
2: many so the rare disease rate has increases one percent every year okay. and it's because our genetic Our genetic code and chromosomes change and evolve as our generations evolve and change. Yeah. Which makes sense. So these rare genetic conditions are now starting to become more normal. I wouldn't say more common because they're not there yet, but they're definitely more known. So something within this needs to change too. And for me, genetics helped us out so much that I wanted to give back to them for they gave me comfort in having those conversations and talking about what could be versus and even follow up after Brady was born. So genetics is so important. People think of genetics as knowing your genetic background with your family or your family tree. And I know that that's what it's commonly known as, but when you have young kids or you're pregnant or medical conditions, we don't even know if down the road. So here's the thing, too. If down the road in 10 years, Brady comes to me and says, well, maybe not even 10 years because he'll be 13. So let's fast forward till he's like in his 20s. He might say to me, Mom, are my kids going to be like me?
0: Gotcha. Mm hmm. And what's the answer? We
2: have to recall the if he wants to get any testing done or any kind of or he has to go down that road with his family. We don't own the research here. I'd ha, we'd have oh. to find a way to recall it from where it was
0: produced. Which would be in the States.
1: Yeah. Oh, my so God. Do I do don't t- know if his is it. Would you say disorder? What, what's the word that you use? Because it's not a disease. I say abnormality. Okay. Okay. So I just want to make sure I'm being correct and not, I don't want to come across as rude or anything, but so for his abnormality, we, you have no idea if it was hereditary, It's not hereditary. Oh, okay. So you do know that. Okay. But you just don't know if it's something he could give on. He he might, because
2: I didn't even know this when you're pregnant, your, your coding changes
1: when you're pregnant. Oh, I don't what? doubt that. Yes. So it's... I'm no it's, longer allergic to peanuts because of pregnancy. <laughs> I'm not joking, guys. It's been the best year. <laughs> I can eat over Peanut Henry butter bar. cups. <laughs> oh, they're so good. But it does. I, it totally resets. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting
2: for me because when they look at it, when they showed it to me in like a science graph, they'll show you like X and Y's missing or too many Y's or too many. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's just a world that I feel in the way that everything is going and the way that all these conditions are changing. Like look at the
1: pandemic,
2: you guys. Like come on. Like it's gonna, yeah. So
1: things change. You
2: you, you need to have, you need to have, this research is really important. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I raise money. So yeah. my goal in life isn't just to raise money for the Alberta Children's Hospital. I want to branch out across Canada and raise money. So I have goals for specific hospitals. So once I meet the goal here, then I'll start raising maybe for Edmonton. And then I'll maybe start raising for BC. And then maybe I'll start raising for Saskatchewan. But they all do different research in different cities.
0: So where would the genetic center be? Likely in the children's or not necessarily?
2: Not necessarily.
0: Okay. It would be like a standalone facility for all genetic conditions.
2: They're, they're trying to find a fa- the, the facility and the equipment, and that's where that's all supposed to go.
0: So how much money do you think that you've helped raise towards?
2: Well, if I'm thinking from my first year and my second year last year was a bit tough with the pandemic raising money but so far I've raised 3000 okay, Boom! and this year
0: I'm at a thousand already. That's amazing. Boom. Second quarter. Here we come. (laughs) Oh my word. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. I know that like in the realm of, of a big number, like 75,000, it might not seem like a lot, but it will absolutely help. That's a dent. dent. That's huge dent. Yeah. Um, Okay. I do have one question. Do they know what caused the condition for Brady? No. Just missing genetic codes somehow. Like... It just, the code for 10 fingers, 10 toes just wasn't there.
2: Just a growth. They said it was just a growth anomaly that they don't, like they can't describe it. They can't because he,
1: again, he's, he has his metacarpal bone. Yeah. To be honest, I would probably prefer that because if I, I would feel awful if I was the reason. Do you know what yeah. I mean? As mothers, we put so much guilt on ourselves as it is. And I'm sure you, Crystal, being pregnant already felt enough guilt, right? And then to have someone say, well, it's because of you... That would have been even worse. And then you said that you didn't have really anyone to talk to about it. Like no one, no team in place. Right. So can you imagine if they're like, well, it's because you ate salmon, honey. (laughs) Like I would, that's obviously not going to happen, but you would, you would feel awful. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I did. I did. I did the, what, what. Skincare products, was I using what, like I did, I did all the things. Did a deep dive. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I think it's almost, it's obviously not easy, obviously, but I think it's easier being told it's just what happens then you you closed yeah. it. So. Totally. They um, they
2: don't know if what they saw with his heart is related to his hand either. They wondered if that it had a component to it.
0: Would would it?
2: We don't so we don't know. But that's the thing. With genetics and research testing, we could continue down the rabbit hole to try to find answers, but Ryan and I decided we had a because because we had a rough delivery with him and a lot like a rough process from start to finish and then his surgery and everything we are just ready I'm ready to take our experience and do something good with it and let
0: that just lie for now let him develop as a healthy little boy and see what hurdles you come to if you come to any and sometimes
2: that's like you know we didn't think that they'd have discussions with us about a second surgery we only knew about a first surgery we actually met with his surgeons when I was 30 weeks pregnant wow because did he have it like we, we wanted to know, like when we met with the surgeons, we wanted to know what his cognitive movement would be before he was even born. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that for any pa- parent. Just add to the stress. It did. Cause they're like, we don't know. He might not have use of his right hand. Like it just added, it just adds to the pile of unknowns. And that's the thing. Like you have to kind of. I've met so many people in this community and because I've shared my story so much on social media, I've met moms that are pregnant that have found out they are going to have babies like Brady and they have reached out to me and I've said, how did you get through it? And I'm like, you just have to, it is a loss. You yeah. might not think it's a loss, but you have to deal with the loss, let it go. And I'm telling you the minute that baby is born, it won't matter. Because your unconditional love for your baby will take over, and that's all that matters, and that's all that's important.
0: Absolutely. So, is there a second surgery?
2: Brady is going to have. Well, they suspect that he probably will have another surgery. So, in his first surgery, it's so hard to explain this without showing you guys. Because usually on social media I show, but his first surgery a. Unfused his fingers. They moved his pointer finger where his middle finger should have been over top of that bone because they wanted to close the gap in the middle and widen the gap between what would be a pointer finger and a thumb. The problem is Brady doesn't use the finger they moved. So it just kind of hangs around and chills out. And then it will, if he picks something up or he's really focusing, it'll actually move differently. So it it bends. It doesn't, it's not doing the pincer movement. It'll bend sideways, but it won't do like a pinching movement. Gotcha. So for us, we feel that his cognitive movement is fine. And based on when we watch him and he, he has to do therapy right now. He hates it. Um, but at an age where he is now, we can at least have a conversation with him about it and be like, this is why you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see. It Sometimes it's mind, sometimes it's muscle. It's the mind that controls the muscle and that's kind of the stuff that we've had discussions with in therapy. So if he gets better over the next year, but I have a funny feeling that they're going to want him to have another surgery. Will it be more cosmetic
0: or it uh, would be, it's more like for him to write kind of thing?
2: It's none, none, none. Nah. Neither of the surgeries were cosmetic.
0: Yeah. Okay. I understand now that like I've seen your hand in this, in the Zoom call, now that I've seen the visual, it makes sense because you need a finger there for stability right
2: um it's to spread them out evenly so imagine you had a hand with only four fingers as opposed to it being like that
0: yeah is that his dominant hand like i mean i know he doesn't write yet but like which hand does he use to eat that hand this is both oh
1: okay it's nice. cool
0: though my older one was like that too and then it's like it just switched and he is a left-handed guy He's he's, so is my husband. So I think that's genetic. Actually, he eats. I don't even know now what he eats because he switches. Cash did that for the longest time. And then I think it was preschool because I remember going to like parent teacher interviews. I'm using air quotes because like it's preschool. But they basically said whatever hand he picks up the, the pen or pencil with in a craft, we make him finish with that hand just so he gets like used to using each hand for each mm. thing. So, but now being in kindergarten, he's left-handed.
2: I learned from physiotherapy, the hand that we don't use often. So I'm right-handed. So my left hand is actually, they call it an assisted hand.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
2: So your dominant hand that you write with, that you do things. When I think of opening a jar, you hold the jar with your dominant hand, yeah. with strength and stability, and you use your other hand, your assisted hand, to open the lid. So we he needs that hand. So technically his limb difference hand, his right hand, would need to have enough
0: of a function to be an assisted hand. Do you think that his left hand, which is not his limb difference hand, will be his dominant hand because of... We don't know. They don't say anything? No.
2: And right now, his, his assisted hand might not even be his assisted hand. Might end up being his dominant hand. But they just want to make sure that he's got both functions in both of them it's just trying to figure out which one's going to be more dominant and which one yeah which one's going to be more dominant which one
0: will be the assisted so no exactly I mean I have to bring up something so my husband does Muay Thai and his Muay Thai coach is, has nothing from his elbow down. He's missing his entire forearm and hand. It was just how he was born. Um, and we're at an age now with our older son where he notices coach Jake. And he's like, what, why doesn't coach Jake have, you know, like the bottom part of his arm and stuff. Um, this, I have no doubt that Brady's going to be a firecracker. But just watching Jake and all the things that he does, he just became a dad. I did newborn photos of him. He is just that arm has almost more mobility than his arm that has no limb difference. It's insane. And so actually Jake is about to go down to the States and fight like he's a Muay Thai champion. He knocks people out with that arm that is missing part of his limb. And he knocks guys out cold. (laughs) And I'm just saying that because like people look at him and almost think like, oh, it's a disadvantage, but it's actually an advantage. This guy, like people underestimate him all the time because of that limb. And it he, that's what makes him an even stronger opponent. So that's amazing. I was going to ask how common it is because I don't know very many people who have a limb difference. It's very how, common. Is it common? Very, yeah. So when I joined the, com- the community
2: and started talking about it, and people started reaching out to me. It's very common. Like, it's, it's never like, about. like to the point, like to the point where we have really close friends that have family with limb differences that, wow. have, that we've met. I've met people that live really close to us. I've met people on Facebook. I've met. It's actually quite, quite common. Again, all
0: variations of limb difference.
2: In all different variations.
0: Okay.
1: That's crazy. Crystal, I know that you have a daughter as well who's older than Brady. How does she handle this?
2: Well,. When she was younger, it wasn't good because she told people that I cut his
1: finger off. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Stop it! All the Halloween jokes you could have done with that, though. Oh my! Like even now, like you could do so many good jokes. She, but people would literally
2: look at me, and I'm like, (laughs) I can't
0: even have this conversation.
2: like, how do you as a parent explain? Because she could be serious the way that she said it. She's like, my mom cut his finger off. I'm like,
0: Kennedy. I mean, like, if you were to have any conversation with people, people would understand it. But do you know what? You can't explain away when your kid's like, mom, did you fart? And you're in Winners and you're like, no, but like everybody thinks I did now you could at least when you blame it they'd be like okay she didn't cut off his finger (laughs) but you can't unexplain the fart away like
1: (laughs) oh my gosh I can't believe she did that but how is she (sighs) now
2: she's good she's really good she's like like the best of friends even really notice that he has but we're very different in the sense that because he's had surgery it's like a natural reflux for Ryan and I when she grabs him or they wrestle and she's pulled his fingers. I have like minor like heart palpitations. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't totally. don't do that. But how is
0: it now for him? Like if they were to wrestle today,
2: they tell us he's fine. Okay. But I don't think I'll ever. I'll never get rid of that as a mom. I'll never, ever want to stop protecting that. And I think it's just because of all the process and the surgery and the the rehab and all of that type of stuff that he has to do. So I get very protective of that. And the first time he went back to daycare after his surgery, when I went back to work, that was really tough for me.
1: I believe it. Kids are and, rough. The part,
2: and the hardest part for me was I had the, so the daycare people that we have, they're not very fluent in English and they've, they raised I say they raised Kennedy because technically when I'm working full time, she's there five days a week, Monday to Friday. Right. And they would say to me things like, I'd pick Brady up and they'd put their hand on my shoulder and they'd be like, you're doing such a good job, mom. Like he's okay. And for the amount of, of English that they, they can't really speak. That was a lot for me. Like I'd like leave crying. (laughs) Yeah. But they really, they really work with him there too. Like that's tough too, as a parent to find a childcare facility that you can put your kids in that works with your kids when they have these things because brady has to do things with his hand he has to move things he has to he wears a glove still um and they they've always been really good about that
1: so thank heavens hey
2: it's just the people we've been surrounded by so many great people and supportive people and that's that's, this is, that's another wise reason why I raise money. It's my way of giving back. I feel like every time somebody does something good for you, when you give it back or you pay it forward, you just keep paying it forward. And just the way that things have been lately, and there's so much negativity out there. We all need a little bit more positivity. So
0: I agree. And I think you're doing that. I think that Besides my husband's Muay Thai coach, you're the only person, and obviously he's not like fluent on social media talking about his limb difference. You're the only person that I know that has been open about it and talks about it. Cause I feel like maybe in a past life, people might have tried to hide something like that and not talked Um, about it. So
2: I've met adults in this community that are very well, like, I don't, I can't, who they are because it's not my place to say who they are but I will say they've done partnerships with me and they they're they're on social media all the time and they have limb differences and you can't see them yeah you can't see them they hide them and they hide them so well that you do it's not that they're not proud it's not that they're not it's not that they're even ashamed it's just when they grew up in a different time it wasn't okay they hid it
0: right yeah and that's unfortunate why do they hide it just like now because it is it, it's just what they know i think uh, it's habit
2: it's yeah. habit Yay, what the do trainer. they think of
0: you being so open sorry jane you're good you're
2: good but they i the way that i kind of do when it comes to relationship building and meeting people within the community, I always respect their boundaries. So they respect me for being open, but I also respect them for privacy. So they love that I talk about it and I'm open about it and I'm using my voice for them, but they, sometimes they don't necessarily want to share their story at the same time with others. Right. Yeah. So my goal is to have more, like IG lives and with some of the people in the community and with some of the people in Canada that I've met, even some in the states that have limb differences that are open to coming on and talking with me about it. Mm -hmm. I would love to get, ooh, frog in my throat. Hang on.
0: Good. Do you think that the people who you work with that have limb differences that hide them wish that maybe they had someone like you when they were younger to advocate for them? I think so. Yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, it's tough because
2: it affects your physical appearance in the grand scheme of things. It's, it's your, it's your physical appearance and it is, you are different, but. That's why my mantra is the way that my mantra is. And, and what is your mantra? You say it, all different, all the same. So I really, really push that people need to be embracing their differences. But the second part of my mantra, which is all the same, is it's our similarities. So you might have a different limb difference than Brady but it's our similarities in the sense that you have a limb difference and you've gone through a situation that is similar, that binds us together as community. And we need to really embrace that, embrace our differences, but find comfort in our similarities. It's like the women that are pregnant that are going to find out that they've got limb difference babies that reach out to me and they're reaching out to me because, There's comfort in them reaching out to me and knowing that somebody else has gone through what they've gone through.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you think about last week's episode and talking about miscarriage, we said the exact same thing to Margarita and said, like, it was something that maybe people didn't want to talk about before, but now it's something you do talk about. And I feel like the more you talk about it, the more. It's not good. Like Brady's going to go to class and people aren't going to, you know, make fun of him for his fingers because like we're becoming as a society, I hope, a little bit more understanding and accepting and understanding of of what happened and why it happened. Right. Yeah.
2: And I encourage parents, <clears throat> I think for Brady, we'll always have open conversations with parents if they're worried about it. I've heard um, I do feel, and this is me personally, I do feel we're blessed to in the sense that Brady is a boy. I find boys with adversity and this type of stuff, especially with him being different, he might do better than I find girls are bullies at young ages. <laughs> they can be, they can be pretty feisty, even at five and six. And I feel from a girl perspective, it would be harder. It would be, I don't know why I just feel like it would be harder because men, men and women are different. We, we really are. And they, I could see Ryan taking Brady and channeling that into something else, but as women and as girls, and we, we tend to channel it differently. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's, it, it's associated with self-doubt and, all of those types of things. And I'm not saying Brady won't ever have that, but I feel like it's definitely, I feel like a plus that he is a boy for sure. Yeah. So I get that. But, you know, men just kind of, you know, play soccer. Oh, different. yeah
0: yeah it's different The way that yeah. they even interact with each other is different right so and there's that like like that joke that you know women fight till the death right they like behold grudges and they carry them to their graves and men like punch each other in the face get it over with and then they shake hands or they hug each other they're like okay we're cool we got over it it's fine oh I have women a hit can't list. do that
1: i feel that to my core there are people that i'm like if i saw them on fire I wouldn't even spit on them, you know,
0: like I wouldn't, I totally wouldn't. Isn't it crazy though, but I get it. I totally get what you mean being a boy. I just feel like boys are are tougher, obviously, and less emotional. They're like, yeah, you want to make fun of my finger? Come here. I'll punch you with this fist and we'll just call it a day. And and this is welcome. not the answer. <clears throat> <laughs> just letting, letting, letting everyone, everyone know. I'm like, woo, woo, woo. Um, Okay. So big question then. What is your 2021 goal for Lucky Finn?
1: We need to get the hospital this money. So $75,000. i am so stuck on this. It's all I keep thinking about now since you've said that. I'm like, it's only like, yes, it's a lot of money. I don't have $75,000 to my name, but it's only seventy five dollars Like it's, it, it is something that we should be rooting for. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. How is this not a bigger thing? Yeah. What the heck can we do to help? Yeah. I have
2: a donation page that you can donate to directly to the hospital. If you want to do donations, I also have collaborations. So I released, I released different collaborations with different businesses a couple of times throughout the year. So I actually just did one with my daughter. Um, We, which has now been popular. So we're going to keep doing it, but we sell bracelets for the hospital. And a portion of each of those bracelets goes back to that cause. Um, Just released today with the Shop Small Pop-Up Market Online, which is open to Canadian and U.S. residents, a Mother's Day box called the Crystal Box. And because my bracelet is in the box, each box, $20 is going back to the hospital.
1: Amazing. Amazing. How much how many boxes do you need to sell to make 75 grand?
2: <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's break do this math. down here.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to so, even try and figure that out. But. <laughs> so
2: we have and then I've got another collaboration launching which I'll give you guys a little I won't tell you what it is, but give I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint on on but here only. It has to do with something
0: that tastes good. Oh. Food, heartbite, ice cream, yogurt, just give oh, it all to coffee. me. So people can help oh, donate,
1: but they're still going did, home with something.
2: I did. Yes. It's yes. coffins? And, and not only oh. the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, not only are they going home with something, and this is another part of, this is the aspect of the things that I, I don't not like the word influencer. I hate that word actually, but part of, supporting small businesses and community. So you're not only getting a product, you're supporting a small shop or you're supporting a small business, plus you're donating to the hospital. So it's like a double bonus. Yeah. So like this Mother's Day box that I just did that launched today is all curated items with all small businesses across Canada.
1: How much are the boxes? Is-
2: so the box is 103. However, and I, and I have a code, yeah. and if you use my
0: only code, 729 boxes, just saying
1: uh, you did the math. Yay. Okay, so we have 540 people who follow us on Instagram, so, so they all bought boxes.
2: We don't have enough, we don't have any enough boxes for them. There's only a hundred uh, boxes.
0: Dang it. Okay, oh, well, well a big, only a hundred, but.
2: Okay, but They can buy the next collaboration coming out on April 13th and they can still get the bracelets that Kennedy and I are making. So the bracelets have our mantra on them with a charm and... It was just a COVID thing. Kennedy came to me for the first time and said, mom, I want to help you raise money. <laughs> We're
1: so sappy. Aww. And
2: now, and now it's, let's go to the bead store and pick out the beads. But mom, you do all the work and I'll watch a movie and eat
0: popcorn. How rude. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I do it's think that job. you and I go to the same bead store and isn't it incredible I love
2: it. I will tell you though, I did find a different one. I found an online shop that has all these unique stones. Love it. Which I became mean, now a ridiculous obsession because now I just like looking at fun, pretty stones. And Ryan's like, this isn't a fundraising project. <sighs> this feels is like it could pretty. be. It's like now it's turning into a obsession and a hobby.
0: <laughs> Perfect. That's usually Love how they all start. Um, and I'm sure that the drive down to the South is not a fun one. Cause that's a far drive from where you live. You live in the boonies. I, but it's so close to South center. So I just make a trip over to
2: South center when I'm there.
0: Perfect. That's Have true. a little me time, right? So what would you like our listeners to do, but besides support the box, what, what would be your call to action?
2: If they can't, I know with the pandemic and money being tight for a lot of families, my ask is that if you see me do a collaboration and you see me doing a fundraising campaign, share it. Share it. Keep sharing it as much as you can. There, you know, even within my my corporate job, I actually share within my corporate job my fundraising. call to actions and let them know what I'm doing and sometimes they just make direct donations this isn't about selling a product it's about making a difference and getting the funds to the hospital this is also getting the funds to the hospital so I can move on and fund another project
1: yeah yeah it's It's possible
2: Let's get this one funded, and then let's find out what else different cities need in this kind of capacity.
0: So, yeah, absolutely. There's so many people that have done things like that. Like one of my clients, um, I'm sure you guys saw him, but moving mountains for Mighty Max, oh, the little yeah. boy. So they, it's insane what the community can do. One call to action, they come together, and they raised two point eight million dollars. In the last, since they found out that he had SMA at the end of November. So in five months. It's insane. And they raised it probably a month ago. So he just got sold Gensma. And it's because the community came together. There were, so they live up in like Valley View, Fairview, like North, North Alberta. And there were bottle drives. Like if you watch their page, there was auctions. There was this there. That's our answer. We're going to do an auction for you, Crystal. That's what we're going to do. And they raised it. Thirty-five thousand dollars is nothing. That Something. should that should be attainable this year. We should. Be has able a van. To lose that. I have a truck, so yep. we'll just do a bottle drive. It's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Load it on up. So if you guys have bottles, yes. send them our way, or Perfect. just go do it and donate the money for us. Exactly. Because. Um, <laughs>
0: I can't do that He doesn't want to do that
1: <laughs> No I would If actually If someone reached out to me And they were here in Calgary And said I have bottles Come get them yep. I'll do it It might be at 2 in the morning But I'll do it <laughs> I have to have someone Watch the kids <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would actually do it. And if anyone would like to donate or to help, or if you even have a collaboration in mind that can help raise some money, please, please, please reach out to either us, and we'll get you in touch with Crystal, or you can reach out to Crystal on Instagram. It's probably the best way. Yeah, yeah. So lucky Finn underscore Mama of two, as in the
0: number two, right? Yeah, There couldn't have, couldn't have been an easier handle, Crystal.
1: Yeah. <coughs> so please reach out to her. I think that what Brady's story is amazing. I think that you and your husband are incredibly brave for going on this journey with him. I'm sure that that was very emotional, um, but he's going to flip and move mountains. Yeah, going to happen, and you guys are going to make so many people's lives easier mm-hmm. and give them some peace. And like, what more could you ask for?
0: No, right? absolutely. I mean, if anybody is listening who does have a limb difference or they know somebody that does. I mean, April is limb difference awareness month. Is it not? It is. Yep. You should just be doing lives with all these people telling their stories, raising awareness. I feel like this is like the perfect time.
1: And let's flip and get this genetics lab. Is that what it is? A lab?
0: Let's do it. Let's divide uh, 75,000.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facility
2: and they, they need it. They really need it. Yeah. It's, let's... it's, you know, waiting six to eight weeks for test results for something that you could have in like two to three weeks. It's, it,
1: it makes a difference. It makes a nice. difference. And it would be nice if they could have someone to go to,
0: to help, to help navigate these uncharted waters for them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe once that facility is built, those people and those careers become something that people can do. Right. Maybe there's a counselor that helps with exactly that.
1: Yeah. Oh, heavens. Well, th- well, thank you, Crystal. We really appreciate you coming and talking with us. Is there anything else that you would like to add? No, I'm good. Perfect. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, thanks, Crystal. And um, yeah, Jen,
0: over to you. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey mamas, before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories, tag us in it and you'll share it. And also, if you haven't gone the iTunes yet, taken 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us, go do that. It pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.